Welcome to Overflow, the podcast exploring what is and is not inherently visible about those who build with Webflow. I'm Matthew Munger from the Webflow community team, and in each episode, we highlight the unique perspectives, passions, and experiences that fuel the creative mind of our guest. From San Francisco in the United States, we're joined by owner at Design Gal Studio, Christine Maggi. Christine is a colorful designer who loves nature, focusing on health and wellness, plus doing activities with her hands away from computers. In this episode, we discuss intentionally building her business to put herself first after dealing with burnout. How navigating the unknowns of freelancing are both scary and exciting, and how to really take the time to check in with yourself. Featuring Christine Maggi, this is Overflow. Hey, Christine, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Hello. Why don't you give a quick introduction about yourself and who you are? Of course. I'm a designer and Webflow enthusiast from the San Francisco Bay Area. I run an independent design business called Design Gal Studio, where I provide branding, web design, Webflow development, and UX design services to mission-driven companies. All right, Christine, where are you located? So I live in part of the San Francisco Bay Area that's called the Tri-Valley. So we are surrounded by rolling hills that are really beautiful, especially in the winter and the spring when everything's nice and green. There's lots of nature here, lots of vineyards, actually, hiking trails, Mm. lots of sunshine. So it is definitely suburban. It's an hour away from the actual city proper of San Francisco. So you have access to that when you want it, but it's a lot more laid back out here and really great. There's plenty of like wine tasting places over here. I don't do that very often, but when I have gone, it's been really fun and just so relaxing. Definitely love the hiking trails. I like the more easy trails. I'm not like an avid hiker (laughs) for hours and hours, but I love going on short little hikes with my friends, just like a walk and talk. It's a great way to catch Mm -hmm. up and be in the fresh air and get some exercise. What does your workspace look like? If we were going to sit in your chair, what's the experience? What would we see? My actual desk, it's a standing desk, which I love because I like to move around during the day sitting and standing. Mm -hmm. Also got a a walking pad that I use sometimes. I'll actually walk and work, which has Mm -hmm. been fantastic. You would be surprised how many steps you can get in in a day just by not realizing you're walking. (laughs) On my desk, I've got a laptop, I've got a monitor, pens, notebooks, normal desk stuff. I've got directly in front of me this really wacky rainbow-colored yarn poof ball wall hanging. I don't know how else to describe it. It's pretty out there. I love it. It just makes me happy. I love color. So there's lots of colorful items. I've got two bookshelves on either side of my desk with more color. Lots of pink, lots of personal kind of memorabilia. To my left, I've got a gallery wall with framed posters. They're all of animals and 70% are cats. I'm definitely a cat lady. So that is reflected in my gallery wall. And then to my right, I've got this really awesome kind of bay window that gets a lot of natural light in this space, which I definitely need. I'm like a flower. Like I just need air, water, and sunshine. And that's the (laughs) only way I can live. (laughs) Do you listen to anything while you work? 
I think it really depends what I'm doing. So if I need to get into the zone and crank out some design work for a few hours, I'll put on music. So a lot of like pop, hip hop, R&B. I really love working to the Renaissance album from Beyonce. Mm. Get a little mm-hmm. dancey in there. It has a good beat. <laughs> If I'm doing more like busy work where I don't need intense focus, maybe it's just resizing things, recoloring things, I'll put on a podcast. And if I'm reading or writing something, honestly, I can't listen to anything because my brain just Mm -hmm. cannot process two streams of words at the same time. It just does not work. So I would say a lot of the time I'm not listening to anything, but yeah, music or podcasts. Do you have any hobbies or interests? Yeah. So I have dealt with chronic illness for a long time in various forms. And so Mm. health and wellness are extremely important to me. So I like to do a lot of healthy practices. I mentioned like a lot of trails around here. I like to go walking in the morning on this great trail by my house. It's got tons of trees and it's quiet. Trying to get into meditation and journaling. Once in a while, I'll do something more creative. So like painting, sewing, Definitely just something away from a screen. I have to have a break from the screen sometimes, just do something with my hands. I also love thrift shopping. I would say like a really (laughs) big portion of my wardrobe is thrifted. It's fun. It's more sustainable and actually Mm -hmm. find really good things. So love thrifting, going out to new restaurants and coffee shops. Also, I would say a lot of my free time actually ends up going to my two children, my orange 13-year-old cat, who is very large, (laughs) very fluffy. His name is Einstein, my firstborn son. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And my puppy, who is a nine-month-old whippet, she is very energetic, takes up a lot of my time, loves to go to the park, loves to keep Mm -hmm. me on my toes. So that keeps me pretty busy. I'm curious, what do you think is something that would surprise people to learn about you? I think my Mexican heritage. So on my mom's side, a blend of European, French, Canadian, everything. But my dad's side is Mexican. And it's something that I love about my family. I'm very proud of it. And especially because I think we're underrepresented in tech and design. And so I'm really happy to be here representing a little bit. How would you describe your role and what you do day to day? Kind of a mix of typical things. I've got emails, admin. I like to be organized, really prepared. So recording looms or hopping on Zoom meetings with clients to present work. I'm definitely still like in the early stages of my business. So I'm still figuring out a lot of my processes and kind of what I want it to look like. But as far as my role, I am going through what I would describe as a very personal growth kind of phase in my life. I'm healing from burnout. I am healing from some recent health issues that I've had. And so I would say really my job right now is to take care of my body, take care of my mind as best as I can. Just trust myself. Listen to my gut. Listen to my intuition. What do I really want to do? How do I really want to do it? And What that looks like is a lot of learning new things, learning about myself, learning about different ways of being in the world, and also a lot of unlearning. So old habits die hard, but sometimes they got to go. Things Mm -hmm. like perfectionism, people-pleasing, procrastination, being distracted with all my devices, just really doing a lot of inner work right now. And my role is honestly just to like show up and do that work, trust the process, be there for myself and just trust that it's going to work out and it's going to pay off and I'm going to get through this and it's going to have been worth it. Yeah, that's really important. I think to take care of yourself, 
often in tech and design and freelancing these areas, there's so much of this hustle culture and just ignoring your physical and mental health until you get to breaking point. So that's a very good and important reminder, I think, for us all. A thousand percent to what you just said. So what would you say excites or motivates you about design and development? So I went to school for graphic design and I didn't really see digital design UX as a career. I didn't know what it was. I built my first website in high school and that was really my entryway into design in the beginning. I was really interested in user experience. And so I followed that interest, ended up going into UX for several years. And all of that really just added to my love for web and helping me see how brand and marketing, that side of it pairs so well with user experience. And in my Mm. business, what I want to do is bring those two together. I never Mm -hmm. imagined that I would be doing what I am doing now or what I have done. So I just expect that to continue. But also with that, it's like you can really pick and choose where you want to go and where you see yourself fitting into this world. The future Mm -hmm. is unknown, but in a way that's also exciting. This is definitely not a stagnant career. And also with that, if you have your own business or if you're a freelancer, it's very exciting to think about the possibility and the challenges that come with it kind of all being up to you. No one is going to do it for you. It's completely up to you if it's going to be successful or not. And that does seem scary on one hand, but I also see it as really exciting and motivating. I have complete control over this business and I can take it however I want to go. I can change it. I can do something totally different one day. Mm -hmm. Just having that autonomy is really exciting. And honestly, I feel like it's not always conscious what I'm Mm -hmm. doing, but it ends up working out. And then when you're able to share that with the client and the client's happy, this is right on the money. It's exactly what they wanted. Like hearing their excitement and rejuvenation for the project or their business or whatever they're doing is just such a good, satisfying feeling. Just really Mm -hmm. motivates me to want to keep going and make more clients happy. What do you think is a resource that more people in the community should know about? As someone with a graphic design background, what really inspires me are more of the really strong visual design pieces. So I love this site called ilovecreatives.com. It's built by this design gal named Puno. You all should check her out. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. And she's Mm -hmm. got a page on there called Internet Gems. And it's all just a collection of like email designs and websites that are from all different industries. So again, less on the technical animation side and really heavy into the strong art direction, the photography, the typography, interesting visuals from all kinds of industries like fashion, Mm. direct-to-consumer, retail, like those particular industries really inspire me. And so having them all in one place is really cool. Yeah, it's definitely a good perspective to look outside of web design and technical development and looking at artistic and design elements that are all around us because there's a lot of good principles as well as inspiration to be found out there. Who in the Webflow community inspires you? Oh my goodness, so many people. First of all, I just want to say Everyone says this because it's true, but the Webflow community is extremely special. I have not met one person that wasn't so kind and friendly and helpful. Just good, genuine people. It's just incredible. I'm a huge fan of the Flow Party community. So Melissa Mendez, 
Diego, Devin, like everyone in there is just so helpful and kind, very talented. Yeah. I've always been inspired by Rand Segal, just everything that he's built with the Flux Academy. He's one of the YouTube originals. Like he's got years under his belt and it's just very impressive to see how he's grown his company. And yeah, the culture I think needs to be continued on YouTube mm-hmm. and around the design space. And then he's also just the nicest guy. Like I had a chance to meet him last year at WebflowConf. And lastly, I know a lot of people on here mention her, but I'm also very inspired by Grace Walker. She's just a great example of showing up, doing the work, doing good work, making your clients happy, giving them a good experience. Those are the things that are going to make you successful. And I think Grace is a really great example of that. If you were going to share one piece of advice with others in the community, what would that be? Not to ignore your inner wisdom. So often we're distracted, we're moving fast, we're busy. We don't take the time to really check in with ourselves Mm -hmm. and really thinking about what's working, what's not working, where am I getting hung up, where do I feel overwhelmed or out of control, or it's taking away more than it's worth. Like really sitting with those questions and doing some inventory on your life can be really valuable. And I think along with that, leaning in and owning your interests and curiosities and following that, I think it's doing a disservice to yourself if you don't lean into that. Even if it has nothing to do with design or your career, if something is calling to you, you owe it to yourself to explore that and let yourself play and learn. You don't have to be so go, go, go into like just your career or just one aspect of your life. Allow yourself to explore other things. Why not? Life is short. Yeah. And I know it's hard and scary, but time and time again, I've seen in my own life, putting yourself out there, even if it's uncomfortable, are just going to open up so many opportunities that you never would have imagined, especially if you're not perfect and especially if you're vulnerable and authentic. People are drawn to that. Perfect example. I'm like shocked I'm talking to you on this podcast right now, but (laughs) I think it's probably because I put myself out there a little bit and these opportunities come your way. So just step out of that comfort zone a little bit and don't be afraid to show us who you are. Great advice. All right, Christine, how can others in the community reach out and connect with you? You can find me primarily on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it today. My handle is at Christine Maggi, Christine with a C-H-M-A-G-G-I. I'm also on LinkedIn, which I hear is like slowly becoming the new (laughs) hot place for Webflow. Yeah, it's hopping. This was an Overflow episode with Christine Maggi, produced by the Webflow community team, edited by Mia Miller, with music by Joseph McDade. To learn more about the Webflow community, please visit webflow.com slash community. I've been your host, Matthew Munger. Thanks for listening.